You're listening to the podcast version of Storybreakers, Dicebreaker's ongoing D&D actual play series. Watch the latest episodes and subscribe for plenty more tabletop RPG goodness over on youtube.com forward slash Dicebreaker. Enjoy the episode. And welcome back to Story Breakers, where it's all kicking off. I'm Wheels, your Dungeon Master, uh, and we've had a lot going on in the last few episodes. Uh, But before we get to our recap, let's reintroduce our cast, starting with Liv. Hi. Hello. Hello there. It's me, Olivia Kennedy, and I'm playing Iris Walker, who is a tiefling, and she is cool. Um, <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, I love right. this song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, loves to flip is Rogue. Apparently, she's a theatre kid as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought I wasn't a theatre kid? <laughs> no, I did. You met no, me? I did. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to say this office is basically Glee. It's not Glee. It's God, no. It's not. Don't you God, that. no. That's the third Glee worst insult of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> Hello, Maddie Cullen. Hello, hi, it's me. Uh, I am Winona Thandria Whistabane. Winona is an elf. She is a ranger. She is an intern. She doesn't really know what's going on. Turns out this intern job is a little wilder than she thought it would be. Hmm. Turns out this girl's getting a little bit more than she bargained for this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. Moving to the other side of the table, we have Alex Meehan. Hello, I'm Alex Meehan. I play Cariaris West, who is a half-elf bard. And she dreamed of becoming an anchor. One level on bard, mm. one level on anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest level on the seafloor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it begins. <laughs> the energy in this room today is unhinged. <laughs> if you watched last week's episode, we're, we're just carrying <laughs> on from there. <laughs> so you know where we're at. Mm. Last but not least, it's Matt Jarvis. Hello, uh, I play Hunter Burrows. He is a total paladin. He's also just a tired old reporter. Uh, and he's recently been trying to shove a bloke out of a van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and last act on this earth was pantsing someone. So, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. For some reason I forgot about the pants and focused yeah. on the Died van. Died as yeah, well. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant, sorry. I did come across like a... <laughs> so casual about it. Darting this episode. Bury me with this it's other man's hands. <laughs> Mian, would you like to do a little catch up for everyone on the nonsense that occurred in the last episode? Oh, I would love that, Wheels. Um, yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. um, the, things have gone wild. Uh, Ragrump is now a big monster, uh, a giant mimic, and we went Always out. has been. Mm-hmm. Well, it always has been, but we, has been. but it's now burst yes. forth from the earth. It has awakened. Mm. Uh, and the rest of the residents are basically refugees now living in a camp. And we uh, went to look for Winona's father and found him. But we also found uh, one Maxwell Morgan and uh, one Moonlight. And Winona's mother. She's somewhere. Eh? Winona's mum's somewhere as well. 
she's somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Moonlight is a member of the Adventurers Guild who has come to retrieve Maxwell Morgan and cover up all of this stuff that's been happening. Uh, we had a big fight with Maxwell Morgan. Uh, Moonlight subdued him along with a group of shady sort of FBI-esque people. Uh, and they captured us as well. Uh, and in the last episode, we were transported uh, in a vehicle. A vehicle. <laughs> uh, and a fight within ensued. Um, we accomplished nothing. Yeah, it was very effective. Hunter did achieve possibly the greatest thing he's done this entire campaign. Wow. Which and is, pad, like, yeah, ripped the pants off one of the people restraining us. Uh, and now we have been uh, rounded up by this shady group. Uh, things aren't looking great. It's not. Uh, the, lo- the very last thing we saw was um, a strange bandolier-like piece of equipment uh, just glinting in the moonlight, being handed to Moonlight. Um, as she said something a little bit menacing mm. to Maxwell Morgan. Uh, we cut straight back to exactly where we left off. Can I have one? Can I say? It? I'm thinking of like a Bambury, like, what is it called? <laughs> a like, Bambury, the kind of thing you steam something. Yeah, in. you steam What is a bandolier? Bandolier is, you know, like a yeah. cowboy oh, yeah. weapon <laughs> yeah. ammo yeah. sling. Yeah. Right, yeah, got something that goes over your shoulder. Very um, different from Bambury. Yeah, not Bambury. <laughs> You're going to be steaming someday, <laughs> Maxwell. No! <laughs> All these trousers are going to be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> not do you have anything to say about it. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're back. We're back in the room. Um, Moonlight, yeah, menacingly hovering over Maxwell. She grabs him by the shoulders and just pulls him up. And he's kind of like wobbling like this, barely on his feet. And he's just like, we, oh, we made it. We made it outside town. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. We did, Maxwell. But you're ready to be the hero, right? Um, I'm ready to be the hero. He sort of like he reaches for his wands and like can barely grab them. And he's just sort of like firing off empty hands. Oh, God. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm ready to save the town. <laughs> yeah, that's the spirit. All right. Uh, let me just give you a bit of equipment first. And like people sort of like shuffle around him and just sort of strap this big mechanical looking bandolier around him uh one on one side and one on the other and it clips together um and they lock it with some kind of key um and it's like he's got this big x across his chest this strange contraption um and moonlight sort of like just sort of snaps in the face i can't i can't think of snap thank you in the face of <laughs> maxwell morgan um and it's just like okay okay now look at me you want to save the world right you want to save the town? You want to save the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I've been trying to do. All right. Well, it's, it's time to fight the monster, Maxwell. Time to go and fight the monster. Look at it. Uh, and she sort of gestures over to this huge behemoth mouth that is just roaring in the distance. Um, strange sort of tendrils like pulling out of it as it's rearing its head. And it's like flinging the buildings that have been built on top of it off into the distance. Um... And he says, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready." And he's sort of like he's, he's sort of he's gathering a bit more of his sense. And he grabs his wands. And he's like, "Yeah, no, this, this is what I wanted to do, Moonlight. I want, I wanted to, I wanted to be the hero again." All right, well, it's time to go be the hero. Off you pop. Um, and at that moment, Maxwell sort of pauses for a minute, and he looks around, and he's like, "We're, 
where's uh, where where are the journalists? They they need to they they need to see it so that so they can write about it in the newspaper. Uh, and you see her just sort of like ruffle her brow a little bit. She's like, yeah, no, of course, Maxwell. Um, and she sort of looks around to you all and just kind of sighs and says, makes a gesture, and you feel yourself being hoisted up by the people around you. And you'll kind of march towards uh, this big open sort of field area uh, outside of the the outskirts of Ragrump. You can still see the sort of like crashed stone moor uh, just making this sort of perimeter of this horrible, strange creature. Uh, that old warning just torn asunder. And you are placed on your knees, still restrained at the back, um, kind of like just set up in almost like an auditorium, just kind of watching. Uh, and Moonlight just sort of like pats Maxwell on the back and is like, go on, go and save the day. I think before I like, put me on Chinese, I like try and like struggle forward a bit. I'm like, you can't, you can't just send him by himself. It's a death sentence. It's not anything. He's a hero. When he signed up to be a hero and adventurer, he knew the risks. So I assume you're going in there too? All of you are right here. Why don't you just go with him and help him? Because he has a very special assignment. Now, why don't you all just shut up and watch the show? If you send him in there, you're sending him in to, to kill him. And we've all seen it. You've all seen it, have you? Oh, dear. Well, I guess it's your word against ours, isn't it? I'm like trying to pull with my get forward. It, there's just no use. You've got so many people holding you in place. You can't send him in. I'm like just shouting yeah. at them. Moonlight pats Maxwell on the back, um, and he just sort of like he's gathering a little bit more sense now, just kind of like wobbling forward, and, and he manages to spin his wands a little bit, and you can see like a wry smile on his face, like yeah, it's all coming back, um, and he's just about to go off, and like you're shouting, you're shouting, he just doesn't seem to understand what's going on. And he just sort of like looks back at you and just kind of tips his hat uh, and starts walking towards the monster. And go shout, I'm like, Maxwell, don't, Maxwell, listen to me. Don't go in there. Don't do it, Maxwell. Don't, don't go in. He just walks off, not really understanding what's going on. You can feel sort of like tears welling up in your eyes. Um, Liv, you hear something in the back of your head, a very exasperated patron who is kind of like almost like you can feel his teeth gritting as he as he speaks um and they're just like oh, okay oh, sorry this is this is the big moment this is uh, this is uh you we we need to capture this where's, where's the camera where's the camera camera's gone what do you mean the camera's gone they broke the camera what do you mean they broke the camera they broke the camera well, what what we got we got to get a picture of this, this is what was what have been all been all building up to isn't it yeah, this well, is the this is it this is the forbidden knowledge this is the thing that you've been hunting you knew there was a creature I here know, i know i know i know fix it can you fix it fix um, the camera okay all right i need i need you to just just make the make these cuffs a little bit looser just a little bit okay um to make this she'll just try and struggle against them but I assume that they're like are you using strength or are you trying to sort of you know yeah, latch onto and, something and yeah she'll try and wiggle out of them if she can That's roll me a bit preferred, of hand her preferred method oh slight of hand should be better as a rogue but it's not great no it's a six come on Iris come on alright okay this one's gonna hurt just just you know on three uh right. On three, one. On three, just just kind of three, just one. pull your pull your wrists apart on three, okay? What? Just be very quiet, all right? What do you mean? Just all right. One, 
two, three. Oh, God! It's like it's just echoing in your head, this scream of agony. But you feel like a sort of surge of strength for your muscles and it manages to just loosen the cuffs enough that you can kind of rest them on the heels of your boots. You're kind of kneeling. Um... You manage to rest the, the cuffs a little bit so they're not touching your skin as much. He goes, oh, oh, that's good. Oh, that's really, really good, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, God. Turn it down, turn yeah, it down. no, I didn't like that at all, Iris. I'll be honest, I really didn't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you and me both. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, camera, 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 camera. We it's need broken. a camera, They've right? They've snapped it. They okay. exposed right, the film. Right, it's all right, gone. Right. Just, all gone. Everything, you, all uh, my stuff, all make, my work, it's all gone. Iris, 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 shut up, shut up. Make some noise. Make some, make some kind of noise. Make a distraction. What the hell was that? You said a noise. Okay, well, you're making something a bit more compelling. <laughs> All right, that'll work. <laughs> she just keeps. <laughs> um, you hear inside of your skull. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is like, "What is happening?" You just heard Iris muttering to herself, and now she's doing like an opera scene. Um, inside of your skull, you hear what you assumed for a minute to be infernal, but it seems even older than that. You you struggle to like. There's maybe a few syllables you recognize. Mm but there's some kind of confusing messaging going on. And then you feel just like a sort of snap, like like something just changed in the world. Like you've just entered into some kind of different reality almost, but everything's just very, very slightly different. And he goes, okay, all right. What do you think? What is this? Well, well look down, Iris. Around your neck. is a camera that looks a lot more advanced than anything you've ever seen in the world. Just don't draw any attention to it, all right? Okay, all right, look. It's so beautiful. You've maybe got about three shots on that because I, I struggled, all right? But make them count, yeah? This is what it's all been about, Iris. Don't worry about Maxwell. He knew what he was doing. Just get the shot. Just get the shot. Get the shot, get the shot. You're all sort of stuck here just watching as um, Maxwell is kind of walking off to what you assume to be his doom. Um, when there's a weird bit of movement on the, the top of the, like, sort of like, maybe like the eye area of the face of this creature. Face is a strong word. <laughs> this strange amorphous blob with this giant mouth gaping out. It's now, it's really bellowing. It's like shaking the earth as it shouts. Um, and Maxwell is just sort of like walking up to it, trying to look cool, but like fumbling every now and again. Um, still not really sure of what's going on. And you see a flash of green hair as like a sort of, someone is swinging on a piece of rope um, and your mother yeah. <laughs> swings around and her giant sword just cleaves into the eye of this creature and it screeches out in pain. On the other side, you see like a, a much smaller and more humble figure just throwing these strange contraptions that are just popping and exploding on the side. Um, you're pretty sure it's your parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm like still struggling as to like after Max and I look and I'm like, that. That's what a hero is, Moonlight. Do you see that? That's what a hero is. They're going out and they're helping people. Uh, technically, an, an ex-hero, actually. An ex-hero. They're more of a hero than you are. All right, well. Um, your opinion's been noted. With this 
everyone's paying attention to what's going on with this monster and they're fighting it. Can Kairos... Can she use Mage Hand to try and like break free of her shackles? If you remember... Oh, it's your, stopped magical Yeah, the shackles have stopped your magical yeah. abilities, I'm afraid. I thought you didn't have any spell slots as well. Uh, it's a, it's a cantrip, it's a cantrip. yeah. Mm. My bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, did, 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 did her patron say that there was only like three shots on this? Okay. Cool. Iris is going to... <laughs> um, roll immediately, as quick as she can, backwards, so that she can get a shot of everything, including her colleagues sat down and like facing moonlight in the shot and a shot of the monster and Maxwell. <laughs> How <laughs> wide is yeah. this angle? <laughs> no, she's going to try and get as much as possible in the shot. If, if she has to lean more into just like moonlight and then bear in mind. Yes. I think Iris would probably have this thought as well. Yeah. The, if you make a commotion, you draw attention to the camera. Mm, okay. Which fine. would be holding the shot that you're so desperate to grab. Mm. Well, Whatever you need to do, you should probably do it quietly. Okay. Because her thought was... Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Uh, she will try and quietly then get a shot of these three. Selfish. No, um... Yeah, just do that. You're sort of like gesturing your body around, but your hands are still behind your back, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Wait, how do I, how do I, how do I click it? What? <laughs> how, how do I press the button?" Uh, and again, like exhausted in the back of your head, your patient's just like, "I've never worked with this. Oh, this is weird." This okay, is right, put, the, put that top open, Iris. Uh, 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 right. The top. Yeah, there you go. Uh, All right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's oh, it. All right. That's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. You're sort of yeah. doing this with your uh -huh. chin, just hoping that no one's noticing. You like. Hook, hook a tooth underneath the flip. He's like, <laughs> <and> <laughs> okay, all right. You see that? You see the view? Okay, just just line up. What are you taking a photo of? Uh, oh, you know what? What am I doing? And then she's gonna just like articulate her tail to like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then that will take the shot. Okay, what are you framing up? Uh, her three colleagues who are all bound, bound and watching. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pulling against it, just trying to run after Maxwell, but can't. Okay, your your tail sort of cocks the shutter, mm -hmm. and the very very quiet little. Okay, uh, then she's That's, going. Can you write down one out of three shots? Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the camera matter. Love that. Okay. You've got film ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> um, then she's going to get. Yeah, a shot of moonlight and all of the. Is moonlight like beside? Like, can I get a shot of moonlight with the shot of everyone else, or is she like? She's out of the she's way? probably in that first shot you okay. took. She cool. like you haven't got the creature in it, mm -hmm. but you've you've framed up government or uh, you know hero agents wherever okay. they're from, all constraining your colleagues and Moonlight just sort of like, so they're like da -da. smiling okay. off at, all, and they're all looking at something okay uh, and then I'm going to try and get a shot of one more shot of like the monster and Maxwell and uh, Winona's parents yeah so it's 
it's far away it's yeah. not the best zoom for example mm. so you've got like a maybe sort of like 25% of the frame filled with the creature mm. so you can just make out the figure of Maxwell walking towards it with his wands out mm. and like maybe just a, a blur of um, Winona's mum just sort of swinging around and mm -hmm. attacking this creature okay yeah cock the shutter and okay <clears throat> Iris yeah one photo left yeah okay mm -hmm. um what are you what are you trying to do with this tell people the truth tell people what happened but what story are you telling Iris what do you want the truth to be? Because the thing is, right now, it's in your hands. I want, I want people to know that the hero and adventurous girl is completely corrupted. How do you tell that with just a picture? Think about it, Iris. You've got one shot left. Make it count, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I'm a bit tired. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna take a, a bit of a back seat for a bit. Yeah, sure. <coughs> oh, ignore that. Yeah, great. Thanks. Anyone else want to do anything in the meantime? Maxwell is perhaps a few meters away from where he is going to be, right in the vicinity of this creature. Are these handcuffs key operated, or are they like? release operated the ones that you had in the um carriage were key operated so you can probably assume that these are as well but they uh, this time are behind you <laughs> yeah can i use for magic? magic it's a oh is it just magic it's mm. cantrip scan is magic yeah, yeah. boo, <laughs> boo. these guys a, do suck huh i had such an incredible plan <laughs> and now you'll never get to know it um <laughs> I think, like, Hunter, for, for his breath, he's probably sat fairly stoically um, wondering about how to, yeah, get out of this. Uh, and probably not making a lot of noise, just kind of watching on as this happens, but maybe, like, fiddling around behind his back with things, like, trying to feel out. Because if it's, I'm chained, but can I get my hands together and, like, at least feel around the handcuffs to get a good idea of their shape and so on? So I can work out, you can, or I can see. I guess I can see the. Others. Yeah, you can either look at the others, or you yeah. could sort of like you know, <clears throat> rotate your wrists a bit and feel the kind of shape of them. Mm, okay. Uh, for now, I think that's all he's doing. Okay. Need from the Carrieris. Carrieris is just on her knees, just hair like covering her face, just. <laughs> no one to pull it back. No. <laughs> no, she's 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 not saying or doing anything. She's exhausted. Winner is it's just trying with all of her might just to run towards Maxwell. She's just trying to like not even get out of her cuffs, just trying to get away from whoever's holding her cuffs and she's just like shouting after Maxwell. And she's you, your throat is like raspy yeah. from, from screaming so much to the point where you're like coughing every time you shout. Um but he just doesn't either he doesn't hear you or he just doesn't want to. Um and from that moment you see with his cloak sort of tattered and ripped billowing through the air he's spinning his wands and as the, the sun finally starts to uh, just rise above the horizon, everything is just filled with this bright orange light uh, just silhouetting the creature 
um, and you can hear your mum shouting at Maxwell as well and again he just doesn't seem to be listening um, he grabs his two wands and starts like charging probably the, the biggest ball of energy you've ever seen above his head to the point where there is like a swirling wisp of wind around him bits of rubble sort of like just flicking up on the edges of the pattern um, and he sort of swings it towards the creature and it burns through the flesh and again you hear it scream out in pain but then immediately just turn itself to this small figure on the floor Maxwell again is just blasting and blasting at the spells of this giant mimic um, you see like again they're just like a, a small little figure on the top but you see your your mum and your dad sort of join together and like there's a there's a look of like we need to go um, on, from their body language before they sort of grab onto that rope that your mum had attached to some sort of broken building and just use it to try and swing themselves down to the ground floor but in a flash there's just this eerie silence as this looming creature just hovers over Maxwell its mouth poised to snap him up and there is maybe a split second for something to, to happen I take the shot you take the shot? yeah Again, you cock the shutter and the the frame in your head, you can see it before it's even been developed. Mm. Just Maxwell, quite heroically almost, just facing down this impossibly large creature, this huge jaw about to clamp down. And in a flash, you maybe even turn your head because you don't want to see it. There's just a... I think when I watch it, she just like falls to her knees, but she watches the entire time. From behind you, you hear Moonlight say, Good. Press the button. There's a click. Yeah. And from inside the giant mimic, yeah. a muffled explosion. Anyone who just screams. Light pierces through the skin of the creature as it is torn apart from the inside. And this hail of flesh oh. it just explodes outwards. There's like a rain of viscera on top of you. Tariaris um, doesn't even react. Yeah, you hear the screaming of the refugee camp on the other side of the of the fields, um, and Moonlight is just laughing. I think while this is happening, similar to Carriaris, like Hunter, he's he's seen his share of really kind of bad things happening. He's reported from various places, so I think he's obviously watching, but isn't necessarily like traumatized by it. I guess. Um, I think it's safe to say this is probably the worst thing you've seen, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, while this is happening and everyone's attention is turned towards it, can I? I'm a turtle, so I have claws, mm -hmm. and these handcuffs are key operated, right? Mm -hmm. Can I try to use a claw inside the lock? Hunter, roll me sleight of hand. Oh, sleight of hand, why you got? You're so it's cruel. Sleight of hand. Of hand. It's, what it's else? You, what you can try and tell me what other skill it would be. Can I persuade the lock? To <laughs> <laughs> yes, I charmed the lock. <laughs> oh, does it count? That was a seventeen. <laughs> Will I roll better? No, it was a nine. <laughs> it's like the the stubbiness of your claws. It's like it's yeah. very difficult to try and. Uh, rotate them enough around to get to the keyhole, let alone put them in and try and pick with them. Um, but there's just a sort of moment of horror. You can feel like the pit of your stomach just bottoming out um, as you just see 
this this horror show in front of you, like the, the worst thing you've ever seen in your entire lives. Um, and in a moment, what, what feels like 10 seconds was probably 10 minutes and suddenly you're hoisted up, you're shoved in the back of a carriage, the doors are closed and we will skip forward um, a few hours. Can I just say that before that happens, Iris kind of like mumbles to herself and to her patron, you tell a story with a picture. That's what you do. He, you can feel like a the equivalent of an ethereal nod, but he's struggling to speak at the moment. Yeah, they haven't got much of a, uh, of a of an energy to them right now. And you can almost barely feel their presence. Like I said, they're just scratching at the back of your head. Mm. We skip forward a few hours. If there was anything that you wanted to talk about in the carriage ride, then let me know. But if not, you've arrived at your destination. Carrier, I didn't say anything. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of silent contemplation. Mm-hmm. Iris will move and sit next to you. She won't say anything, but she'll just sit next to you. Um, it's maybe seven in the morning from the you know height of the sun. Uh, you're looking around and you're in a much more populated area. You can tell that. Maybe Scarby, given the, the distance that you travelled. Um, it feels more like a city than, than Ragmon, that's for sure. And you're at the back of some kind of nondescript building, just red brick and like very dingy windows. Um, and as you're pulled out, some bags are put over your head, and you're sort of thrust through corridors and eventually, pardon me, eventually just sort of sat down on this metallic chair, still handcuffed. Uh, and the bags are ripped off, and you're in some kind of interrogation room of some description. Hunter, you immediately notice the double mirror. Like the, it, it's, it's very bleak, very metallic looking. And currently, outside of the agent who sort of pulled your bags off and then walked out of the room, you are alone for what feels like maybe like thirty minutes of just sitting there waiting to meet your fate. Just four metallic chairs sat on the same side of a long metallic table, and just one slightly more comfortable looking chair sat empty across from you and there is a click from the door behind you and the sound of echoing uh, heels sort of like clicking against the floor um, you see a very well dressed woman walk around the side of the table Um, Carriaris you feel immediately like your tongue is retracting into your throat everything's dry you feel like you're sweating because you know that gate anywhere because your mother is currently sat across the table from you sternly looking at the four of you urine hands hi yes I've seen the signs she's not looking at no just straight down (laughs) Cariaris Carrie, look at me right now. She sits back. She's looking at her. Yep. I'll start with you. What happened? (laughs) She just starts laughing. Very quietly laughing. Well, I'm glad you find it so amusing, Carrie Aris. Oh, mother. Oh, 
how how have things been? You've been very busy, I've heard from your assistant. Not oh. as busy as I am now, Carrioris. Did she tell you that I called? Did she say anything? She did. Oh, she did. That's really nice. I'm surprised, honestly. I thought it wasn't worth your attention. She pulls from her bag uh, a long, slender cigarette, um, lights it, and starts like puffing the smoke towards you. She's done that when you've done when you really messed up. You know that kind of disdainful. You can breathe my toxic air for a bit. Um, she sort of looks around to the rest of the group, just kind of like gently floating it in her hands. And just says, does anyone have anything to say for themselves as representatives of the ONC? I personally think we should wait for a lawyer. You don't have a lawyer, Iris. We can get one. Not in this situation, no. This is an internal investigation. So uh, what kind of work did you have to be pulled on to do this then, Mother? Important emails, documents, maybe one of those holidays that you enjoy so much. Oh, do you remember we used to go on those together? I can't remember the last time we did that. Where was it? The jacuzzi spa? The beach? Please, I want to hear everything. Carriaris, do you have any idea the level of trouble that you are in? Do you have any idea the repercussions of the actions that you have taken across your little internship in Ragrum? Do you have any idea the risk you've put my company in? Do you even comprehend the levels of red tape I had to go through to stop you from being disappeared? I mean... Probably a few days ago, I was almost digested by an enormous monster. So honestly, being disappeared seems to sound pretty good at this point. Of course, I'd be surprised if you even knew that happened. Oh, I know everything that happened, Carriaris, or at least I've I've heard reports from those that were attempting to keep control of you. But I want to hear your side. I want to hear what you think you saw over the last few weeks. We saw them kill Maxwell Morgan. You saw who kill Maxwell Morgan, sweetie? The Heroes and Adventurers Guild in Moonlight. Mm, the Heroes and Adventurers Guild weren't actually present at the event. Maxwell did it on his own um, pro bono, shall we say, work. They sent him to die. Hunter! This isn't the first time you've been sat across me on a table like this, is it? No, this one's uh, a little nicer than the ones before. But I suppose, you know, we're in good company. Hmm. Yes. I don't like to go into the rooms that you would have been taken into before. Hmm. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Seems like you already know. Or at least you know what you want to know. I want to know if everyone around this table is capable of cooperating. That's what I want to know. 
I want to know how much their livelihoods mean to them. How much they want to ever get any kind of job for the foreseeable future. Or if they are happy to become destitute, slipped through some gutter somewhere, and forgotten by the rest of society. And yes, that does include you, my dearest daughter. Do you really mean that? Yes. Yes, I do. You would cast me aside? Cast you aside? Do you have any idea how many opportunities I've given you, Carriaris, that you've thrown away time and time again? I put you in Ragrump because I thought, perhaps, that something as small as that would be um, maybe uh, too easy for you, perhaps. But you even managed to mess that up, didn't you? You even managed to become part of some horrible conspiracy in the smallest, most <laughs> incomprehensibly meaningless town in all of the kingdom. But no. No, you've had enough opportunities, I think. No more handouts from Mummy. When they said that you you knew what was going on with everything and you were covering it up, I I said up for you. I said that you wouldn't do that. No. Mummy would never do that. She's a respectful figure in the the, the media industry. Why? <laughs> Speak up, Carriaris. Say what you want to say. I'm your daughter. You really would just get rid of me. You were my daughter, Carriaris. I gave you ample opportunities to be my daughter. She just like puts her head down and just starts crying. <laughs> She's almost sort of like just waves away the um, the compassion that you're trying to show her. Like it's another annoyance. Um, and she reaches underneath the table and presses some kind of buzzer. You hear like a... Mm, the door opens. Um, and a, a short, stout man walks behind you, grumbling around the table. Uh, Findus Pancake, your editor arrives um, and uh, just like you is kind of staring at his feet trying not to make too much eye contact um, and he uh, he says yes ma'am can I uh, can I help no I think you've helped quite enough Findus you and your team here are all fired um, I'm sure that is quite obvious um, but if uh, let me make this perfectly clear uh, the ONC, you talked about lawyers earlier, Iris. Well, you should see the lawyers that we have at our disposal. In fact, um, we take things like libel quite seriously. Slander. So if I hear a whiff of anything that you've seen over the past few weeks, I'll know where it came from. I'll know who to look for. And I will use the full extent of our powers to grind you into the dust to the point where not only will what you saw be forgotten, but you as people will never see the light of day again. Death would be a mercy to the 
fate that I would compel you with. Do you understand me? There's a white hot rage behind her eyes. You can almost see the pupils inside of her irises just sort of laser focused into the souls of each of you. Um, she's like crumpling the cigarette in her hand as she speaks to the point where it's probably burning her skin, but she barely notices it. She looks at it, throws it on the floor and just says, so you'll all be put in a carriage. You'll go for a very, very long ride back to where you came from and you will find that things are maybe not quite how you remember them. You might be confused at the state of the town that you just left, but if there are any questions from your mouth, and just remember, we will be watching, then it will become very clear the decision that you have made. Do you understand? Understood. Very well. Now, Iris, I don't know where you got that camera from. Findus? She sort of snaps her finger uh, and he sort of places it on the table in front of her. But we've developed your little pictures and didn't find anything in them. So you can have it, I suppose. It's not the one that we issued you. In fact, I think that one's been... Disposed of. Yes, disposed of. Anything else that you found in the town of Ragramp that isn't your own personal belongings has been confiscated. And a lot of the people that you met have had a very similar conversation to the one that you've had today. And will probably not be very open to talking. Do I make myself very clear? You're not going to get away with it. What was that? You think you will? You can't just make something like this disappear. It might not even be us. There's, there's, there's enough. There's a whole town of people that saw what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you follow their lead and just pretend like you saw nothing, Winona? Because I can make something like this disappear, and it wouldn't be the first time. So you just remember that next time you have any little ideas that spring in your head. Now, I'm finished here. I'll be getting on a very long, very arduous carriage ride back to Steadfast. You will also be going on a very long and a much less comfortable carriage ride back to Ragram. I'm so sorry that your time here was so short-lived. You should visit Scarby. It's, it's a nice little city, if you get the chance. Just remember you won't be coming here on any kind of official capacity. You'll receive your official papers on the termination of your contracts very shortly. Just remember this conversation that we had here today. Remember it like your lives depend on it because they do. She sort of swings the chair back. There's the kind of, of the legs. She, like, as she does, I think when you're like, 
shoves forward and like tries to like shove the table to like push into her and like you're not gonna do it you're not gonna get away with it. you can't just do stuff she like this to people she snaps her fingers and your mouth forces itself closed I will just like get catch your eye and just shake my head slightly like I'm just like pulling on my chair and like shoving like the table and stuff I'm assuming it's all like bolted to the ground no no no, no. have we finished she stands up, looks over the table, and says, Now remember, I don't want to see any of you ever again. Especially you, Cariaris. So I guess we'll call this goodbye. And she very coolly and calmly walks around the table and out the door. She, As she's walking away, Cariaris is going to go, Mom, mommy, please. Just the sound of a door slamming. Please don't leave me. You know, it's just like trying to kick the table and trying to like pull up the restraints and stuff. Just like, just, just, yeah. Eventually the whatever she did to you just starts to wear off and you feel like a numb feeling in your mouth as if it's been like anesthetized or something. They're not going to get away with it. They're not going to, they can't just do this and get away with it. Everyone saw it. She's like, has Findus also been fired? Findus slumps into the chair where uh, where your mother was, and just sort of. The whole time, Carrie, she's Carrie, she's been going, "Mommy, mommy, mommy!" Like she's she's completely lost it. She's like a child, just just crying out. Finn just kind of rolls his eyes a little bit and he's just like, can we can we get the, the handcuffs off of these people, please? They've been read their rights. Um, you hear a door open and finally, like the, the bruising on your wrists feels some kind of relief as some very tall agent figures kind of untie the handcuffs, place them back in pockets uh, and leave the room. Uh, as they're leaving the room, Carrie Iris is trying, gonna try and like get up and run like to the door. Can I can I just like stand up and try and stop you? Just like curious, just just no. She's she's trying to run to the door. With all, there is all a of her very mind. very large um, orc in a suit, just sort of staring down at you, just she's, filling the door frame. She's like trying if to you push run, past them. If yeah. you run, you bounce off of her. Yeah, she's trying to push <laughs> past them. Yeah. Just, just yelling, Molly, please, please, I, I, I promise I, I'll do better. I, I won't do it again. Please don't leave me. There's no response. She needs time. Can we get out of here? Yeah, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be picking us up in a bit. You've, uh, you might not remember it. But you've all signed uh, a lot of paperwork since you've been here. Or at least it it's going to look like you did. If you catch my drift. Me too. Good to know. Uh, Hunters, just like, how tight is it? Because presumably, like, Ian Finders have been for a kind of, like, NDA dance before, like, they they've dealt with this not this level but yeah this uh this ain't no uh, regular embargo 
Hunter. <laughs> this, this, yeah, this... I wouldn't if I were you. Look, I, I know this was uh, maybe not how you expected this to go. But uh, just, just give it some time. And he gives you a very strange look. Just, let's just go home. All right? Yeah. Mm, Karaos isn't looking at him. She's just look, trying to, like, look around the orc, yeah. like, out the door. <laughs> After maybe sort of, like, 20 minutes of, of Karaos sort of, like, pleading at the door and just kind of waiting uncomfortably, eventually... Um, there's like someone walks behind this giant orc woman and just sort of like whispers in her ear. She nods. She says, All right, time to go. And she kind of like opens herself up like a door um, and just kind of gestures you back through the corridor that you walked on your way there. Carriaris immediately runs through it. Again, so many agents. As you get to the end of the corridor, you just see carriage doors. They've like blocked off the entire entrance just leading you back into this metallic uh, top, almost, that you've been riding in for the past few hours. She doesn't go inside. That's the only option, I'm afraid. <laughs> she's she's going to stand in the corridor. Are you... What, what are you doing? Are you, are you fighting someone? Are you, are you trying to, like... She's refusing to go into the carriage. She's just standing there. They're just waiting for you. Yeah. It's just a, a an impasse. Yeah. If you're all following, then eventually you sort of are blocked by Carriara, so she's just refusing to enter. I'm going to say to the guards, like, you're going to have to put her in there. They sort of look at each other and go, uh, and you're swarmed by about four <laughs> different people <laughs> yeah. who just sort of grab, and again, yeah, I'm assuming, yeah, 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 you're just sort of flailing. <laughs> Roll strength for me. Free. Okay, <laughs> Well, one of them rolled a one, so you punched him in the face. Um, <laughs> and they just sort of fling you into the carriage. Uh, the rest of you either are willfully or forcefully put in. Going straight in. The doors are locked behind you, uh, and you're just submerged in darkness, just shouting off into the void. Nothing seems to be happening to you that, that you have any control over. Um, and you're, you feel the familiar rumble of the dirt beneath your carriage as you are hoisted back in the same direction that you came from. Mary just got an arrow and she's just like carving into like the wood or something or like pulling at the upholstery just like repetitively just like jabbing and stuff like pulling out with the arrow just over and over. I am going to sit next to Findus. I'm going to murmur to him. Still have to wait. Just um Wait till the carriage ride is gone at the very least, okay? Yep. All right. Kara is just crying into her hands now, just head down, just sobbing. Is there somebody who ain't me who can kind of help her with that? I was about to do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> 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 Literally, nobody can see but me. Um... I always will go and sit next to you. <laughs> Doesn't notice. Yeah, I know. It's pitch black as well, probably, right? So. You consoling her in any way? 
Hi. Doesn't notice. Yeah. I'm going to put my arms around you, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so she just <laughs> doesn't re- doesn't react. Yeah, just 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 patting, just comforting. Yeah. Pat, pat, pat. There's a lot of that over the next two hours as you are. She does sent. eventually like cry herself to sleep. Yeah. She, she, she's at one point she's just like just exhausted. Iris is like. Soaked shirt. Yeah, just yeah. drooling down you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at like 90 minutes into the ride, Finn is like, God, that really does echo in the middle, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but eventually, after a bit of riding, the carriage comes to a stop. Um, and you're all just sort of almost blinded by the doors being opened behind you. Can I say, by the way, that during the journey, because our hands are free again, right? We've been unchained. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter just spends it basically writing down in whatever notepad he has to hand as much as he can possibly remember because mm-hmm. we haven't been able to actually jot anything down for several hours. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Good to know. You can make a note of that if you want. Um, transcript of events. <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, at which point, you know, the carriage doors are just sort of swung open and there's there's no one there. It's just like the kind of quiet murmuring of some kind of town outside. Karos wakes up. <laughs> and when it just like stands up and starts just like storms out of the carriage. As you storm out again, your your eyes take a little while to adjust. Um, but you feel like a sludgy mud beneath you. And you look around and you're right outside the office. The the street is back. Everything's normal. I got my touch of the building. Feels like brick. Maybe catch the eyes of someone carrying their groceries and they just put their head down and walk past you. What? How? How? I'll step out too. You see the same, just you're in Ragromp. And Cariora steps out, sees the town there, and it's like, like momentary kind of. You see like the shock on her face, and then just falls off. Like a, of course. In my years of reporting, have I known anything like this? So I would have no idea. Like, there's not a, like a rumored branch of whatever. This is bizarre. To the point where you start having to pinch yourself and you're like, this can't exist. It's been, what, a few hours? Like, what's happening? Why is everything back to normal? Do I know of any place like that would be best to talk without prying eyes? Or do I know a place that I think might not be affected by any potential bugs? (laughs) that the ONC might have in place right now. The woods. I mean... My clubhouse in the woods. I mean... <laughs> Nobody knows about this. <laughs> and boys aren't allowed in. Sorry. Sorry, Hunter. You can sit at the bottom of the tree. You're, you're racking your brain, trying to think, like, God, where would be safe? And then you just feel like you're kind of like thigh level, just like a sort of nudge. 
and you look down and Findus is like yeah I follow I try and get everyone to come like we should go sort our things before we leave before the fight's gone when I was just like so confused yeah she just like kind of follows behind Carriaris goes into the office and immediately goes in the toilet closes the door locks it <laughs> it's probably for the best I, I needed to pee it's been four hours <laughs> he leads you all into the office um, after Carriaris has already sprinted through um, yeah she just walks yeah into the toilet closes it locks She's the door gone okay on the table in the centre of the office which is just empty. Um, there are just four cardboard boxes with your name sort of maybe spelled right. Uh, with all of your stuff just shoved in haphazard. Pardon me, haphazardly. Finnesco sort of acknowledges them, peers his head round into his office and goes, yep, and sees one of his own. Just, uh... Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for your time uh, working here for for the Sasai Star. Um, I've been informed that the Ragrun branch will be closing, uh, which means all of your contracts are terminated. There is paperwork inside of the boxes. We'll tell you more about that. Um, You know, it's... It's been an honor or whatever to be your editor. Uh, perhaps we should have a, a little goodbye drink, you know? We should reminisce or whatever it is that people do with those kind of things. You're all welcome at my house. Yeah, I think that sounds great. I think a good stiff drink would be sorely needed right now, so. All right, well... For obvious reasons, I never actually told you my address, but uh, let me just write it down. Yeah, that's fair. Hands you a piece of paper. Um, 7 p.m. I'll see you all there, okay? Just uh, don't bring any friends. No plus ones at this event, okay? Got it. Okay. Walks into his office, hoists up his big box of stuff. Um, yanks the phone off of the wall and <laughs> smacks it, <laughs> it into the box. She's like, I'll be taking that. <laughs> Take the tiles out. <laughs> yeah, I look yeah. around for like some boxes of pens. Like, yeah. I start like, put, like peeling wire out of the wall. <laughs> you see Finders grabbing like some toilet rolls, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and he's like, I'll see you all there, okay? Including Carriaris. Somebody gonna go tell her? Yeah, yeah, she lives with me, so I'll I'll wait till we can walk home together. All right then. I will see you all later. Just you all yep. later. Just us. And he walks out the building. And you were sort of just stood in the corpse of your office. Staring around at all of the familiar cobwebs that you've been staring up at for the past few weeks or months or years. Um, and it's just eerily silent. You see, like, the deaths of the couple of other people who used to work there have also been cleared out. It's quite a somber atmosphere. 
Iris is going to take the new camera off mm-hmm. from around her neck and put it in the box. And then she's going to say, I'll see you all at seven. And pick up the box and go back to where she lives, where presumably she had a, a little little studio to develop photos. <laughs> a dark room, if you will. Yes. Would you like to develop your film? Because it's strange, Iris. You're it's looking weird. at it. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's been developed right. No, it's funny. I think I would like to give it a go. <laughs> Here he is. You walk into um, your apartment, uh, and what used to be the bathroom has been developed. <laughs> it turned into this. Uh, this. Um, yeah. Basically, you've got like a, a red um, film over a candle that you can snuff at your. Um, I can still pee in there. Bed. I can see the dark. Yeah. <laughs> you've like used kind of um, tar and stuff like that to sort of black off the mm-hmm. the sides of the door. There's like towels that you stuff under to try and get like a pure seal. Um, and then the toilet in the corner is still <laughs> accessible when needed. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point your patron sort of perks up and he's like, "Oh God, oh that's nice actually." Oh yeah, the dog's good. Yeah, thanks for that, Iris. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we doing exactly? Well, they said that the film. Uh, they said that there were no shots on the camera. <laughs> Idiots! <laughs> I thought as much. Yeah. So you didn't develop the film, right? Yeah. What? You didn't develop the film. Yeah. Not no. yet. No. No. Oh gee. Oh god. No, no, no. Thank God for that, because there is. Uh, yeah, this is a very particular process. Uh, he sort of like rattles it off in your head, and you're just like, I don't. Do I own those chemicals? And um, he's That's like, wrong. Ah, we'll, okay. we'll find them. We'll find them. And over the ne- the period of sort of the next kind of like hour or two, eventually you've got the this small roll of film, mm-hmm. wet and hanging from um, like the the bar of the shower curtain. Mm. Um, I know, like, normally you would just leave them, check them in the morning or something like that, but you're just sort of sat there Staring, patiently. Yeah. And over time, as you turn that red light on, you just see, like, just a, an image appearing. Um, one that just wasn't there before. One that you would have expected to have seen already in the development process is just sort of bleeding across the negative. And as you sort of hold them up to the light, you see the perfectly framed shots, people with handcuffs on, a giant creature being affronted by Maxwell Morgan. Um, and all of a sudden it it feels like you have one of the most important and yet dangerous pieces of plastic you've ever seen in your life, just hanging from your shower curtain rail. Copies. I mean, Lots and lots of copies. <laughs> you spend the next few hours with a print machine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> magnifying these negatives to the point where they've been burnt almost because you've just been copying and copying and copying and copying. Mm-hmm. What's everyone else up to meanwhile? I think Hunter spends probably the same time, like get once we're in the office, just sits down at what was his desk and just writes and writes and writes for hours of just every detail he can possibly remember. Any names that were mentioned, any kind of like insignia on uniforms or the make of the trousers that he ripped off, uh, you know, just <laughs> every single thing, thing yeah. that he could trace back before it fades from his memory. Um, you see the like the clock tick over, and you're like, okay, it's it's getting time, and you sort of 
grab your things and you know sort of tuck maybe your notes away in a place they'll go in my shell yeah where people aren't going to see them um you lock the house door behind you um and this uh, i think it's the first time you've seen your domicile isn't it you're in kind of i reckon he'd just do at the office honestly i think he he would just sit down at the desk like no pause just look at the box which personal possessions probably mostly empty yeah you know, and he would just sit down. There's a mug. Just, yeah, yeah. It's not even yours. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to put something in here. Yeah. World's greatest dad. Yeah. <laughs> Iris nicked it for you. Um, yeah, you, you're doing all this and, and you're like, okay, well, it's time to head off. Um, so you lock the office behind you. Um, and just in the corridor, as you, you shut the doors and then you turn around, you're in the corridor and there's just a man in a boiler suit just mopping the floor looking at you he gives you a nod and goes back to his work terrible spy that's so yeah. obvious <laughs> can i can i read whether this is i mean i assume it is someone that's been planted there but can i oh he was making you very aware oh, of okay. his presence yeah yeah he okay. wasn't hiding hunter himself. just tips his hat and he's like give my regards to the boss just gives you a steely look and goes back to just Mopping the floor. It's Hunter Jonathan walks away. It's, it is not. How dare you? How dare you? Never. Jonathan Chicken Scratch is a saint. He's the one who's going to blow this whole thing over. <laughs> Dear Holy name. Carrie Aris, what have you been up to? She's been in the toilet. <laughs> this entire time? Yep. That means I've been sat outside the toilet this entire time. Yeah. You're exhausted, like. Carrie, yeah, that's gonna be okay. Carrie, do you want? We need to go back to mine. Do you want to come out? You can sit in the toilet there. It's nicer. <laughs> it's a lot nicer. <laughs> she's she's just been in the toilet. She doesn't respond. She she is just in the toilet. Can Winona hear anything from the toilet? No. Just silence. Definitely silence. It's almost Lit- like so silent that. Little, it's weird. Little toot. <laughs> little toot. <laughs> <laughs> sob, 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 yeah. sob. I know when I'm sad, I <laughs> fart all the time. Those are farts. Fart sad as hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they call us. She has been despondent in the toilet. Carrie, I want to go home. I can't just leave you here. Please come out so I can go home. I know you've had a really bad day, but I've also had a really bad day and I really, 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 really want to go home. She opens the door a crack. You see like her eye there. She says, I'm not stopping you from going home. Goodbye. Have a nice time. Closes the door. Karim, obviously not going to just leave you in the toilet here. You're staying at my house. She opens the door again. (laughs) (laughs) And says... Oh, no, I'm perfectly happy here. Don't worry. Go on, honestly. She's going to be in the toilets again. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go home until you come home with me. I don't know why you can't go home. Nothing's stopping you. I just told you I can't go home until you come home with me. Winona, my dear, I'm not coming home with you. I am staying here. So you live in the toilet now? I live in the toilet. I deserve to be in the toilet. Because I was stinky poop. <laughs> in this toilet. So please, I beg you, go home to your family. 
I can't go home until you come home with me, Carrigaris. So I'm gonna have to sit here all night and I really don't want to. You don't live in the toilet. There's, there's not even like a window in there. <laughs> oh, God. Carrigaris <laughs> 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 fully opens the door and he's lying there. And she says, Winona. I think that maybe we should accept that this, and points towards like her and Winona, is not a thing anymore. Mother very clearly said that this whole thing, all of this, gesturing all around her, bad, very bad, very bad. And I will be going to Menaces tonight to apologize and thank him for his invitation. But after that, I will be leaving Ragnarok. So thank you very much for waiting with me and for the invitation, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to decline. So I please beg you to go home to your family. I don't care if you don't want to be my friend, but you're not living in a toilet. Where are you gonna go? I mean, like I said, I'm not going to live in the toilet. I'm going to go back to Steadfast. Harry, you know you can't do that. <sighs> Look, this has happened so many times before. I do something wrong, I mess up, I make myself, you know, an embarrassment to to myself, to, to mother, and then I go back to her and apologise and things are good again. So, you know, don't worry about me, honestly. Go home, go to your parents. It's been a really difficult time, you know? Uh, being here with me is really not the best place for you. It's going to be all right, don't worry. Don't patronize me. Don't just stand there and say, I don't want to be your friend and then give me this stuff that just, I should just go home and forget about you. You are my friend, Carriar. I don't want to be my friend, but I'm your friend, even if you don't want to be mine. And I'm not just going to let you run away back to your mom who's been horrible to you. Just, just, I'm going to, fine. I'll just sit here all night then if that's what you're going to do. And I'll just sit down on the floor. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't stop you. You can't. I'm going to sit here all night and then we'll go to Findus's together. Even if you don't talk to me, I'm going to be stood next to you. If I can't stop you, then, you know, you have your own free will. So, um... I do. I'm free to sit here. Well, see you, uh, see you at what... Well, I don't know how far Vindus' house is. In fact, I don't know where it is, because... You weren't out <laughs> yeah. of the toilet, so, yeah. Uh, so if you could show me the way when it's time, that would be fantastic. I will show you the way. Relayed. Yeah. Okay. Closes the toilet door again. Back in the toilet. Winona spends the next few hours furiously sat next to a toilet <laughs> door. Um, oh, sorry. You hear uh, 
but okay, <laughs> the cannon slightly changed. So these two were with you at that point when when That's you walked out yeah. and locked the door. Um, I mean, the toy could be somewhere else. Yeah, the toy like, could be in the main building. Might not realise you've been there the entire yeah, time. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, um, I'd also like to say, can if there's no, <laughs> there's no win uh, no window in the toilet. I assume there's just one toilet. It seems like the kind of office that <laughs> yeah. just have one shared toilet. Yeah. Can someone have scratched Windus on the bathroom wall <laughs> at some point? Windus is fake. <laughs> so we snap forward. It's six fifty p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, you are walking to Finnis's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finnis lives on the outskirts of town. Um, it's it's very strange walking through town because you can feel everyone's eyes averting from you. Karyaris is strangely upbeat and sort of yeah, like she she, she it's like she she's not even aware that she looks like like crap. Yeah, she's just like walking with her usual gait. Uh even though like one of her heels is like shortened, yeah. Like no, you know when it's like coming away from yeah. the bottom mm. of the shoe she's like stumbling every so often yeah. but yeah refusing to acknowledge it yep um, you arrive I think I meet everyone there yeah I'm yeah. assuming there's been like a steely silence throughout the entire walk uh, but you arrive at Finnis's knock on the door he lets you in um, and you come into his very very humble abode uh, it's it's not the, the cleanest place it's, it's like if they have reconstructed this town somehow they've also reconstructed all of the filth that Bender's had on the floor um, because you know he sort of like shuffles a pair of pants of his foot as he's like yeah yeah come in uh, yeah don't worry about that uh, <clears throat> alright yeah. I've had three hours to clean this yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I spruced the place up a little bit but you know uh, you yeah, yeah don't worry about it don't worry about it okay why don't you take a seat he sort of like throws a clothes pile out of the way of the like dusty leather couch that he's got in the in the living room um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he roots around in his in his like cabinet for a bottle of something. He's like, yeah, that'll do. Holds up some kind of indiscriminate liquor um, and starts pouring out some glasses, five of them in fact. Passes them out. He looks at you and he's like, can you? Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, and he goes, well. Um, I hit it on the table and immediately knock it back. Okay, I was going to do a toast, but... Uh, I still will. I'll do another then. All right, just yeah, you know, don't. Yep, cool. Thank yep, you. There you go. All right, everybody. Uh, uh, it's it's a shame that the Sasai Star Rag Rump office is closing. Of course, we don't have much information on why. But we can all assume that it's some kind of budgetary issue. But, you know, you all did fine work. Your time here, uh, as short as it might have been for some of you. um, And I'm proud of you. So, uh, you know, to to rag rump. Lifts the glass up for you all to cheers. And you take a sip. It's not very nice, whatever it is. Yeah, carry on. It's just going. Yeah, let it fall out the mouth. Mm-hmm. Though it goes back in the glass. Yeah. Like that. I like watch what Iris does, and Iris drinks it so smooth. I'm like, <laughs> M- must look cool. Carry on, says. 
Thank you very much for those wonderful words, Findus. Excellently spoken. Um, I just wanted to say um, thank you, all of you. Thank you very much. Um, you've been a wonderful support. Excellent colleagues. And even now, our time together was short. Um, I will not forget you. Uh, I'm I'm leaving. Um, Where do you think you're going? Well, my internship is is finished. Um, you know the 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 office was closed, as Finder said, due to budgetary reasons. I yeah. did say that. Now there is no longer an office to work at. That is also true. They will be demolishing the building. Uh, so, okay. um, I will be returning back to Steadfast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure Mother will be expecting me. Um, I will get on the uh, soonest carriage I can uh, require. Uh, and heading back, uh, hopefully, I'm sure there's, there's, I'll probably go go away for a few weeks somewhere. Um, well, yeah, catch Ca- up with some people. That, that sounds real nice, Carrie. Um, I, I, I hope you have a good time. Uh, whatever it is you do. Oh, you were looking at that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, but look, I... But before we get to all of that, let's let's just enjoy tonight for as long as it may take. Probably the last time we'll all seize each other again. So uh, I'm just going to close these curtains over here. Maybe put on some music. Yeah, he reaches I, over to like I a... I love that one. You should turn it up. It's yeah, really I... Whoa! Ho, ho. Yes. Body time in here! Oh, am I right, egg. folks? <laughs> oh, let me close <laughs> this door. I wouldn't want anyone joining <laughs> in on the party. I go around <laughs> helping, like... <laughs> closing things. Carrier is looking very confused. I tell you what, folks. Uh, why don't we make some room for dancing? Yeah, everybody, fancy a dance? Yeah. Oh, yada yada, samba samba. He's just sort of like moving. <laughs> Carrie into... is looking very embarrassed now. Like, no. He's very much not dancing. Oh, okay. He walks over to the couch and starts pushing it, and he's like, "Oh, oh, Carrie, you got you got fine dancing skills. I see. <laughs> oh, Iris, where did you learn that? I oh, got you, it you from been, my mama. You've been." <laughs> <laughs> You've been to New Dwarf City before? Oh. Hey, yo! Um, and as he pushes apart the couches, he starts to pull at the rug on the floor, and underneath the rug is a trap door. And he's like, Well, uh, why don't we all just enjoy the music and be very quiet for a bit, huh? Huh, everyone? Yeah. Let's all be very quiet. And he opens yep. up the, the cellar door to reveal a staircase underneath the floor. Uh, what? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, what? I'm uh, just gonna shove Carriaris no! down. <laughs> I'm just, I'm done. Oh, Carriaris, oh! be careful with that punch ball. Hey, <laughs> push it down the stairs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is she gonna take damage from that? No, no, she, you're being, you yeah, know, forcefully bit. led down. Yeah, the she's like, oh, no, 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 what, what are we doing? You, I know that you did that. It's truth or dare. I know you did. You can't say no. <laughs> oh, I know you did no that. HR department now. <laughs> You're all sort of like gently led to gently push down the stairs, and Finder sort of closes the trap door behind. As Hunter goes down, he's like, yeah. 
party. <laughs> You're like scraping yeah. against the sides of the stair walls. I pop my head up once more to be like, consent is important. <laughs> <laughs> and then close the door. Oh, I'd love it for that to be the last thing you hear. Okay. Um, as you're sort of like led down the stairs, it's dark, it's dusty, it's grimy. Um, and eventually you're led into the cellar of Findus's house. Um, and you hear him just go click and a light starts to illuminate the room around you and you see some kind of makeshift newsroom underneath his house but you don't see a single piece of paper that says Sosia Star anywhere there's a big cork board on the wall with red string being pulled around things you see pictures of Maxwell Morgan and Moonlight the Hero and Adventurers Guild logo in the corner there's like a a few sort of desks where it looks like someone has hung a coat up and things like that um Findus apparently has a desk right at the other edge of the room it's all sort of like dingy cobble flooring and there's like rags hung up on the walls it's it's very sort of like quite smelly and a little bit damp feeling but you were not aware that this existed and as you get away from the stairway and the sort of loudly blaring gramophone upstairs uh Findus just sort of walks over to his desk and just tries to coolly lean against it but is a little bit too short so he just kind of ends up just sitting on the edge of the desk and just leaning forward and he goes all right this room soundproof Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows it exists. I'm pretty sure they're around the building, but they won't come in. So we can talk. This is really cool. Thank you. I thought so too. Yeah. I am glad to share it with you all. <laughs> this is very impressive, Findus. I'm, but I, I don't know why you've taken us down here. I'm going to make something very clear, especially to you, but I want to say to all of you, we are going to destroy Philonia West. Yes. And the Heroes and Adventurers Guild, I don't care what it costs, we're taking them down. One step at a time, Iris, but you're right. I don't know why you would say that. It's very odd. Um... uh... (laughs) I think, once again, with the niggling in the back of her head, (laughs) Iris just steps forward and she's like, Your mother despises you. She despises all of us. And she's gonna take you down. She might kill you. And we don't want that to happen. So maybe think about working with us on this. Uh, Look, I'm already in so much trouble. So what's a bit more? She's got a point. She will take me back. No, she won't, Carriaris. You, this is the final straw. You know that. I just have to, I just have to say, I just have to do better. I just have to, if I go back to her, if I, if I say I'm sorry, if, you know, I'll do anything, anything she wants. I can go back, you know? Like, you said you called her. Yeah, but Before she... we went into the monster, you said you called, Yeah. Mm-hmm. She left you. Like, I've seen her angry before. It's you could have died. We all worked together. We saved you. We saved all of us. We saved the town. And 
I, I, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with people covering up the truth. I'm done look. with it. And she's going to stand up and look at you. And she says, it's very easy for you to say, oh, we're going to take her down. We're going to destroy her. We're going to take down ONC. She's awful to you. She hates you. She, all I have. She's all I have. Okay? She just sort of drops that usual polite sort of persona she has and she's like got this desperate look in her eyes. You should She is all I have. You have us! I have nothing! I am destitute! I have no worth, no skills, no friends, nothing! My mother is all I have! And now if she gets rid of me, then I am nothing okay so you have to understand why i have to go back to her because i am a worthless piece of garbage and she is all i have and i have to apologize for her even if i have to get down on my grubby pathetic knees and beg to her i have to because otherwise i die in a ditch forgotten and loved uncared for so iris that's why i have to go back and i cannot destroy her carry iris what what you're saying is not untrue. That, hold on. Okay, just one second. You have been living in your mother's shadow for a long time now. Your whole life. Let's just... Look, we're all speaking truths today, all right? This, this is what this whole meeting is about. Yeah? Speaking truths? What do you want to be remembered for when you go? Do you want to be Felonia's little sidekick? Or do you want to do something yourself? Do something that you made for you. Change the world in some maybe small and insignificant way, but do you not want to leave things different than how you found them? I can't. I bring nothing of life. <laughs> there's, there's, I, I, I mean, she got, she, she is right. You, you have to, I can't just become someone else overnight. You see, you've all got these grand, impressive ideas of, you know, fighting the system and, and screw her and whatever. And, you know, that's very cool and very noble. But I just can't transform into a person overnight that I'm not. Okay? We're not asking you to. We're just asking you to take one step with us. It's a pretty big step, Winona. It's a huge step, Carriars. Just, just just, casting aside the one family member I have. And sure, yeah, I was there. It was, it was awfully embarrassing, degrading even, to have your own mother 
cast you aside like dirt, like trash, in front of everyone. Carriers, that was not embarrassing for you. That was embarrassing for her. She's the one who should be embarrassed. That was the most vile thing I've ever seen. What does she have to be embarrassed by? She has everything. I'd be pretty embarrassed if she's gonna lose you. <laughs> you saw how easy it was for her. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how I've honestly been so blind. I mean, pathetic. Like, like a minute ago, I was willing to run back to her. And you know what? If she came here right now with her arms open, I would, I would go there. I would run back to her. This is the reality of my situation. You know, I, I am a worm. <laughs> Listen to yourself, this is toxic. She's not here right now, so you can't run back to her. That's step one. You can't do it right now. You're here with us. And that is a reality of where you're at. And we want, we want you to work with us. Even if you don't want to go all the way, you, you don't have to, you don't have to go all the way with us. Just stay here tonight and just sit and talk with us and just listen. The difference is as much as witnessing her do that broke me. <laughs> she could she could come back. Cherryaris, it's it's gone. Whatever life you had, it's it's over. And I'm sorry I have to be the one to tell you this, but it's never coming back. Your mother, whether she loved you or not, does not anymore. I know you don't want to hear it, but whatever idea you have of returning to some state of being in the past that past does not exist in her eyes you're not family anymore you're not even acquaintances i i doubt she would even give you the time of day if you were groveling in front of her on the street penniless and destitute that woman i know she's your mother but she is awful she is horrible. I, think- I I've had to work with her before. She, you know, she didn't even uh, put any money in my birthday card. That is irrelevant. But the the point is, Carriaris like stops him and storms up to him and gets into his face. Like, you can't say that. You can't. And she's got tears like coming out of her eyes. She say, she, she's horrible. She she. She's the only one that's ever put up with me. Well, I disagree with that, Carriaris, because I see three people have been putting up with you for quite a long time now. And they've had your back a lot more times than she has in the few weeks that you've known them. Especially considering how many years you've been in your mother's life. That should tell you all you need to know. But look, Whatever your opinion of this whole thing is, whatever you decide to do, at the very least, hear me out when I say that there is another option that I have been working on with a few people for a very long time, years even. There is a system in this world that is too far dug in. It has too much control over 
everything. This insidious beast that that has just corrupted whatever we knew of the world. And it's people like your mother who are benefiting off of it. That top 1% of people who have all of the money, who have all of the wealth and the power and the property and the land, and they keep just dragging it out from under us. These corporate these corporate suits who just who just want to tear everything that they can to pieces if there might just be a single copper piece that they could squeeze out of it and you need to decide which side of that argument you're going to be on when it starts because if you're part of that one percent if you're desperately clinging on then i'm sorry but i'm gonna take you down as well you understand me I'm going to tear you to shreds if you think that that woman who you used to call a mother deserves defending. I think Kairos just... I was part of that world in this. I benefited from that position. You know... I am one of those people. It's all I've ever known. <laughs> and it's very hard for me to just cast that life aside. <laughs> I am one of those leeches no, of society. No, I am not. one of them, Iris. Uh, you can't just expect me to just you know, I, <laughs> I'm part of that guilt. I went through my whole life believing that my, you know, that it was a perfectly fine way to live. In fact, I loved it. <laughs> I loved the glamour and the luxury and not having to worry about anything or actually do any damn work in my life. And this is why I am like this. I'm not saying that you weren't like that. I'm saying you can be someone else now. You just have to just just give it a tr just give it a shot. Just try. I don't know if I believe in myself enough for that, Iris. Not not yet. Not now, at least. Then we'll get there. <laughs> Maybe, but I guess you are right in saying for now. I, uh, I have nothing, so I guess I'm going to have to work somewhere. <laughs> For once in my life, I might do a genuine day's work. Well, in that case, let's listen to what Findus has to say. Look, it's very simple. There is, uh, an organization that I am a part of who have not necessarily made themselves known just yet but we believe in one thing and one thing only and I am sure that you are all going to be very happy to hear this because we just believe in telling the truth I'm not some kind of revolutionary alright I don't know how to take this whole system down but if I can at the very least expose the rot in the center maybe we can do something about it so, with that in mind, we have a new newspaper 
joining the uh, stands of the world. And he sort of reaches behind him and he grabs like a, a page, um, a front page of a big broadsheet. And at the front, there is a very sort of utilitarian, um, like blocked Sans logo uh, that just says the truth. And below it, a huge headline that reads cover up um, with a big open square waiting for an image. I think I can help with that. This, this right here, this is the story we need to tell. And I need your help to tell it. So, will it be? You want to live a lie? Or you want to tell the truth? And we will leave it there. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching this episode of Story Breakers. That was quite an emotional one. So, <laughs> take fine. a moment. <laughs> it's all just it's a game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Uh, this has been the final episode of season one what? of Story oh, Breakers. I knew I was. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, uh, we need to all have a little talk about what that means for yeah. the next few episodes. But um, by the time you're watching this, we should be coming very close to the first ever live episode of Story Breakers. <gasps> happening at MCM London in May. Um, we will have more Story Breakers content coming for you. What shape that will be remains to be seen, but thank you very much for watching our uh, first ever season so far. If you've enjoyed it, please tell everyone you know about how much you enjoyed it. Spread it as far as you it physically was, can. It was good and you know it was. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to Dicebreaker. Give us a like. Click the bell icon to get notified whenever we put a new video live. Leave us a comment with what you thought of the uh, the season finale. Um, and also head on over to Dicebreaker.com where Matt and Mian are writing fantastic stuff every single day. Uh, as well as chasing all of our lovely contributors. Um, head on over to uh, dicebreaker.com forward slash members. Forward slash subscribe. Forward slash subscribe. Thank you, Matt. Uh, to learn more about our fantastic <clears throat> membership program as well, in which you can get loads of exclusive behind the scenes stuff, loads of our thought columns and videos that we've made uh, behind the scenes and all of the silly, silly things that we've done, including fantastic let's plays of video games and things like that, uh, if that tickles your fancy. But thank you very much for watching. We will see you on the next Dicebreaker video. But until then, have a lovely day. Goodbye! Bye.